Hi, I'm Richard Evans from EMC Arts. Here on the Arts Forward podcast, we explore the challenges facing the arts sector right now to do things differently, to do things they've never done before. Each month, we look at stories of experimentation and success from innovative arts organisations across the country. Today, we're exploring how to engage younger and more culturally diverse audiences in arts and culture organisations through the Engaging the Future programme of the Cleveland Foundation. I'm pleased to welcome Pamela Young, Executive Director of Dance Cleveland, to talk about their new initiative, the Dance Advance Programme. Hello, Pam. I'm so glad to be here. So, Pam, let's start by thinking about where this idea came from. What was the the challenge, the big adaptive challenge that you were trying to address, and why was this needed? Well, we realize that the motivations for our single ticket buyers are on so many different platforms. And what we, but we speak to them, we reach out to them in one way, with one voice, with one set of information, and even one vocabulary. And that may not really be the way to reach all those different types of audiences. We developed an idea, and we initially called it our half-baked idea. Right. And that was if we had a group of ambassadors, it was creating a social connection as the basis. How do we talk to people who have never been to a dance performance? How do you, how do you communicate, and where are the interests for dance students? Where are the interests for people who are in their book club or are in other organizations with whom our um, ambassadors um, are affiliated, and they have. We've been able to survey information coming back and realize that it's a multi-tiered level of information. So, help me to understand those questions, Pam, that you're you're now asking. Do they represent a real shift in thinking for Dance Cleveland? Is this a a minor little tweak to the way you've gone about doing things, or really quite a big departure? And, wh- and why does that matter for you? Well, it's it's a it's a giant step. It is a departure on how we've thought mm. about things because we've always approached it from the marketing side. Here's what we need to get out to people. What we need to be able to do is have more of a conversation, to be able to share. So we have actually gone back to the dance companies who we are bringing, and we have asked them for information in other ways. For instance, we've asked them to have their dancers make a quick uh, video of um, their interest or their coming to Cleveland or my name is, you know, Rosie and I'm, you know, started dancing at the age of five. And that was, that was, that experiment happened because we felt that so many people have seen So You Think You Can Dance and they begin to know the contestants. They begin to see their personal stories and it builds interest. We started by giving them to our ambassadors and they shared them with their Facebook friends and with the people they were talking to, and they, they sent them out. Our first real focus was to really arm them with all of the kinds of things that um, they might need, language, information about the pieces that were going to be performed, information about the company, information about the dancers, because every person they were speaking to um, had different entry points. Help us to understand how you selected the ambassadors, how many there are of them, and exactly what charge you gave them. We pulled together uh, some local dancers, choreographers, and um, dance teachers who have worked with us in the past in a program that we take into the schools called Read to Learn, Dance to Move. It's a literacy and movement program for early childhood. 
the idea that they could challenge the ecosystem of dance in Northeast Ohio, that they could build new respect and new audiences for dance in Northeast Ohio, and that they could be part of something that was a positive move in that direction was very empowering and very important. And they have uh, selected to call themselves the Dance Advance Team. How many of the uh, Dance Advance Team members do you have now? We have 12 um, in this first group. And um, quite honestly, they have come back with very heart, heartfelt um, stories. Uh, several of them are dancers and have expressed that they have never really shared their art with their friends because they have not really known how to talk about it or approach it. And when they're coming to a performance and they're sitting in the audience with these friends and they can now start to talk about this art form and hearing back from their friends, I never really understood what it is that you do. And now I do. Pam, as I understand it, one of the ideas was they would encourage these friends and contacts to come to performances as you started to prototype the, the program. What kind of response have you got? We, you know, we anticipated because we are, we are asking our ambassadors to ask their affinity groups to buy tickets. We're not giving those people tickets. Right. And they helped us really come up with a price level that we thought was made it meaningful and important, but was within a realm that particularly younger audiences uh, could, could meet. And we hoped that our 12 ambassadors, that all together we might see maybe another 50 people in our audience. Mm. And the very first um, performance out of the box, we had 110. Wow, so, that's terrific. Um, yeah. And it's a 1,000-seat house, so 10% of our audience were brand new. And when we followed up with our surveys to all of those people, uh, the majority of them had never heard of Dance Cleveland, had never been to a dance performance, and a, a large percentage of them had actually never been to the theater at all. So we were, in fact, changing uh, perceptions about not only dance and dance performances, but about walking in and buying a ticket and entering a theater for the first time. Now that we have started um, getting the feedback, we realize that this program has a lot of potential um, in terms of what we need to have on the ground, um, first of all, at our performances so that there are really different levels of experiences for these new audiences. Do they want to hear a, a talk beforehand? Do they want to have informal social gatherings afterwards? What are all the types of conversation points? So that's on our future radar and realize that we don't, we don't necessarily have that expertise in our office around how to uh, encapsulate what we've learned and, and um, move that into the future. The success of the Dance Advance team, um, even in these early stages, Pam, has this had an impact on your programming choices? Is this affecting the, the, the companies that you bring in, the way you think about programming? Well, yes. Um, actually, one of the things that we suggested to the, the team when they were first coming together is that after we tried this, um, the test of a couple of performances, I wanted to pull them back together and, and talk to them about what would be some of the other kinds of things that they would like to be involved in. And I suggested that helping to curate part of our season with performances that they would feel would um, be very accessible to the audiences they're trying to reach and maybe even create a 
um, a performance on our season that isn't part of our main stage season, it's maybe like a little bit under the radar, that they are literally the only people talking about and see if we can um, create a lot of interest. So that's sort of on our, that's one of the things that we'll be meeting with them to discuss moving forward. But it has also um, challenged me to think about programming and talk to them about programming that um, they find uh, is interesting. You know, uh, when I say, here are three companies, here's some work by three companies, you know, what do you tell me about these companies? What interests you about this or this, or what doesn't interest you about these things? So in essence, it's allowing another set of eyes for us um, to inform the process of creating a season, for sure. Pamela Young is the executive director of Dance Cleveland. Pam, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for listening. This is the monthly Arts Forward podcast. You can check out more on our website that features multimedia profiles of innovative organizations, a blog, this podcast series, and much more at www.artsforward.org. That's A-R-T-S-F-W-D.org. I'm Richard Evans of EMC Arts in New York.